So my people of God, this is part two. When I asked the Holy Spirit, what is the word for his people? He said, solitude, solitude, S-O-L-I-T-U-D-E, solitude. The word solitude means aloneness without anyone or anything else. A state of being alone, isolation, loneliness, privacy, retirement, or seclusion. Now, solitude for Adam was not good. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 to 24, the word of God declares, And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a help meet for him. Let me turn to the scripture for you and read it. Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 to 24. And so, verse 18 to 24, and the Lord said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every, every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helpmeet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from him made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. So Adam was alone. He was in solitude. He was alone. God's creative work was not complete until he made woman. I'll repeat, God's creative work was not complete until he made woman. He could have made her from the dust of the ground as he made man. God chose, however, to make her from the man's flesh and bone. In so doing, he illustrated for us that in marriage, man and woman symbolically become one flesh. This is a mystical union of the couple's hearts and lives. Throughout the Bible, God treats this special partnership seriously. If you're married or planning to be married, are you willing to keep the commandment that makes the two of you one? The goal in marriage should be more than friendship. It should be oneness. Solitude for prayer. Solitude for prayer is very good.
Matthew chapter 6 verse 6 says, Jesus said, But thou, when thou pray, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Some people, especially the religious people and the leaders, wanted to be seen as holy and public prayer was one way to get attention jesus saw through their self-righteous acts however and taught that the essence of prayer is not public style but private communication with god there is a place for public prayer but to pray only where others will notice you indicates that you that your real audience is not God. In Matthew chapter 14 verse 23 the word declares, And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Seeking solitude was an important priority for Jesus. He made room in his busy schedule to be alone with the Father. Spending time with God in prayer nurtures a vital relationship and equips us to meet life's challenges and, strut and struggles. Let's develop the discipline of spending time alone with God. It will help you grow spiritually and become more and more like Christ. In Mark chapter 1 verse 35, Jesus took time to pray. It says, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. Jesus took time to pray. Finding time to pray is not easy, but prayers is the vital link between us and God. Like Jesus, we must break away from others to talk with God, even if we have to get up very early in the morning to do it. Rest is also necessary. Mark 6, verse 30 to 31 declares, And the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And he said unto them, Come ye yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure time so much as to eat. Mark uses the word apostles here in Mark chapter 3, verse 14 to 15. He appointed 12. Jesus appointed 12, designating them apostles, that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. Apostle means one sent as messenger authorized agent or missionary 
The word became an official title for Jesus' 12 disciples after the death and resurrection of Jesus in the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 25 to 26. When the disciples had returned from their mission, Jesus took them away to rest. Rest is important. Doing God's work is very important. But Jesus recognized that to do it effectively, we need periodic rest and renewal. Jesus and his disciples, however, did not always find it easy to get the rest they needed. Rest is necessary. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made, and God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. 